Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, another price increase is coming in the TV streaming world. I'll tell you how to avoid it, but you've got to act fast. Also, I can't go anywhere these days without someone asking me about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. People want to know, should they bail out now? Should they hop in? I'm going to tell you what I think. And the video world is in a huge transition right now. Some of it seems like it's so removed from us. And then other things immediately hit your wallet. So first, let me talk about what feels removed from you. And that is AT&T's merger with Discovery creating a video content behemoth. Now we have Amazon making a huge purchase of the MGM video library. And each person's, each entity's needs are different. Discovery and the various AT&T streaming products just really not getting traction like they need alone. It's a merger uh, out of weakness. And a lot of these content mergers have been out of weakness. In the case of Amazon, Amazon is using its strength and the amount of cash it has to try to emerge as a first-tier player in streaming content. And that's why they're buying the MGM library. One of the things that's the crown jewel of it is James Bond. And I have to admit, it's like a Tony the Tiger commercial in silhouette. I love so many of the old James Bond movies. Some of the newer ones I don't really get. They're kind of dark. But anyway, I really, really enjoy that. I have Amazon Prime only for Amazon Prime Video because there's a lot of content on there we watch. And they're hooking me in even more. Um, unlike Krista and her family, We order almost never from Amazon. So the only hook for us being with Prime is for the Prime video, different than a lot of other people. But Amazon is trying to have so many touch points in your life that you are in their orbit for $120 a year. Speaking of $20, Philo, which I've been like a broken record, is the best live content streaming service in terms of price, is still going to be the cheapest, but they're going up five bucks. Now, you can avoid the increase to $25 by being grandfathered in. This is unusual because with live streaming services, they have every time they've had a price increase, it's applied to existing subscribers and new. But Philo always does something different, and they're doing it again. 
where if you sign up before the price increase on June 8th, I think is the day of the increase, you avoid the increase and you stay at 20 a month. The new subscribers at 25, June 8th is right. So Philo is not for everybody because it's a thinner number of channels. And again, this is for the roughly two-thirds of people who don't care that much about sports. The one-third that care about sports a lot, this is not for you. But if you are just kind of embedded right now with Hulu Live or YouTube TV or any of the others that you're paying so, so much more money, look at Philo, and if it works for you, get in before the price increase, and then you've locked in a great, great deal. Krista? Okay, Clark, a few people from Washington State wrote in about this. This question's from Lindsay. Hello, Clark, I just learned Washington State is requiring employees to begin paying for long-term care insurance beginning January 1st, 2022. The only way to opt out is if you hold a private policy. My question is, as a young adult, do I just accept the fact that I have to start paying so early for the state policy, or do I try to shop around for a private policy? Based on the income formula, I will be paying $475 a year. Employees have to pay for 10 years to be vested. The insurance is only $100 a day for a maximum lifetime benefit of $36,000. So... This is, um, this is something I've meant to talk about for weeks, and we never got around to talking about it, that Washington State is doing something unusual. They're a pioneer in this, and it is a case where the young will be involuntarily substituting, uh, subsidizing older residents of the state. The benefit that you would be eligible for versus what you're going to have to pay at 29 years old it doesn't work for you. At the same time, buying a policy at 29 years old definitely doesn't work. So this is a thing that every time you see an elderly person, you could just say, you're welcome. No, that would be rude. But it is dealing with a societal problem that we're an aging population and younger people are repeatedly going to be expected, not asked, to pay for the shortfall in financing for programs for the elderly like Social Security and Medicare, and in the case of Washington State, uh, providing for long-term care. Long-term care, if you're not aware, most people end up costing taxpayers a lot of money anyway through the Medicaid program, not Medicare, but Medicaid, where someone uh, does what's called uh, impoverish out and then they're eligible for the state to pay for long-term care for them. Ultimately, you as a taxpayer are paying that way for it. So this is one that is a burden that's being passed on to you. Either way, it's just Washington State is being more upfront about it. Cynthia in Georgia says, do we need to buy rental car insurance for a domestic rental? We have car insurance and we charge the rental on a gold Amex. So do you need to buy that ripoff pseudo fake insurance from the car (laughs) rental agency? What do you think? I think no. And you've already done your homework. You know that your automobile insurance covers you for temporary use of a rental vehicle. 
you have the coverage you get on the gold amex i don't know if the gold amex is primary or secondary uh, it's a very rare american express card that gives primary coverage but we have a list on clark.com of the credit cards that offer car rental protection either primary or secondary when it's primary it means you typically your own automobile insurance doesn't even get involved now i want you to know that if you do have uh, a, a thing that causes a bill from the auto rental company it is not the easiest process that you have to go through with the claims but the cost of the effective cost of the value of what the car rental company is trying to sell you for 25 bucks a day is apparently around 70 cents a day it is a total ripoff and typically an individual will have a wreck maybe once every 10 years on average so avoiding paying for the car rental company ripoff pseudo insurance is a good choice and you have the double protection there Okay, and this is from Stephen in North Carolina. I want to refinance my home loan. Is there a way that I can do so without having people in my house? With pandemic concerns, I'm still not comfortable having someone inside my home. So in terms of being inside your home, I guess you're talking about an appraiser. Generally, the appraisers will not ask for inside entry to your home. In fact, what will surprise you is that many of the appraisals now are done by artificial intelligence and no one even drives by your home anymore. Other appraisals are what are called drive-by, where they actually literally just drive by your home. The joke is when people don't like the appraisal is that the appraiser drove by past the speed limit and that's all they saw of your home. So it would be highly unusual and unlikely that an appraiser would want to see inside your residence in most of the country. Oh, by the way, refinancing right now is a real opportunity because the lenders are starved for business, and so they're much more competitive with each other. The more shopping you do, the better deal you're going to get overall on the rate and the costs involved with doing the refi. And Elaine in Florida says, I'm starting a business. I saw where you can get a virtual address and they will mail your mail to you. What are your thoughts on those? Will I get all of my mail? I really don't want to use my home address. Yeah, it's very common that people will use a private mailing facility that'll make it look like you have a street address and an office in that place. It's actually just a a mail drop. And this is used for legitimate purposes. It's also used by criminal enterprises. But it does give you an established address that does not reveal your home address. And so doing that is just fine. And yes, you really will get your mail. And it's wild. But literally everywhere I go, people ask me about various crypto or uh, Bitcoin, any of them. And they want to know, you know, is this their ticket to El Dorado? And if you've heard me much, you know I'm a skeptic about cryptos. But I want to give you an update on what's going on in crypto world straight ahead. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I should have nightmares about it how often I'm asked. And people continually will ask me about obscure cryptos and all the rest. And like a broken record for a number of years, I've explained that cryptos at this point are based on a very sound principle, but in practice so far have been fake money. Even though you can convert them back into another currency, a real currency, why do I call them fake? Because the values are not stable. And we've seen that with Bitcoin that fell 50% in a blink then went back up 20% in a blink. Real money doesn't move like that. In addition, there are a number of very powerful national governments that are extremely hostile to cryptos, uh, namely the communist Chinese government is going to do everything it can to crush crypto. The U.S. government is coming up with new rules to restrict cryptocurrencies that are libertarian type and that they have no relation to actual real money. And here's the truth. The fundamentals of a crypto, an electronic money, absolutely sound. And it's going to happen. But the way it's ultimately going to work out is it's going to be monies that are based on actual real money around the world. The dollar, the Swiss franc, the euro, the Japanese yen, and eventually the Chinese renminbi. And so the value will be a market basket value it will be completely stable and predictable day by day. So at that point, it becomes a very easy way for international businesses, international travelers, whoever, to use money wherever they are in the world without the rip-off fees that the traditional banking industry charges. It will be an enormous advantage giving much more profit to traditional companies taking those profits away that the banks gouge you with on international currency transactions. Consumers traveling around the world will find that their money, in our case, the dollars we travel outside the United States, will be used much more efficiently with electronic money, which is where crypto will ultimately move. If you play in crypto today, know that if you make a lot of money, or lose a lot of money, 
it is completely a gambler's paradise or disaster because there is no rational underlying basis for the value of these currencies. Now, one thing you should know, why are big countries becoming exceptionally hostile to Bitcoin and other cryptos? Because they are being used almost exclusively for criminal activity. The ransomware that shut down uh, distribution of gasoline along the eastern seaboard was paid, the ransom was paid in crypto. Uh, Every major attack on a computer system in the United States or overseas has been done by the Russians or other Eastern European hackers, which are most of the people who've been making money on these uh, ransoms. They're all paid in untraceable crypto. It is gangster money at this point for those engaged in criminal activity, and it is gambling money for those that are speculating in these currencies. So eventually, this will be one of those things that will come into the mainstream when it is a real convertible form of money that is based on uh, predictable, stable values. But today, we are in the pioneering days. And what happens to most pioneers? They get slaughtered. All right, Clark, let's get to some questions. This is from Austin in Georgia. On February 26th, my cell phone was activated and deactivated 16 times. The next day it happened again, and my wireless provider suggested I get a new SIM card and change all my passwords. Then I was denied access to my bank account. I called and had my password reset and then saw $5,000 was fraudulently taken from my account through Zelle. I have never used Zelle. I immediately contacted the bank and filed a fraud claim, which was denied. They have since reported reopened my claim, but it is now the end of May and I have not gotten any response from the bank. I'm out $5,000 and we are about to have our first child. Clark, what is my next move? Austin, I am horrified about what you're telling me. And first, let's talk about a few aspects to this. Whenever you notice that your cell phone suddenly isn't operating, odds are you're subject to SIM hijacking, where a criminal is taking over your cell phone service for very brief periods of time in order to be able to get two-factor authentication for accounts of yours that they are going to raid. And there's been a terrible, terrible consumer abuse with Zelle. Zelle is owned by the banks. And many of the banks now, without you even asking for it, automatically attach Zelle to your account. Zelle comes with no consumer protections whatsoever. The banks treat any money that is stolen from your account through Zelle is an ah well your problem. It is an absolute despicable act on the part of the banks. You never use Zelle. In many cases, you probably never even knew Zelle was activated on your account because you didn't sign up for it. And that is not okay. I want you to immediately file a complaint against your bank at consumerfinance.gov. 
and that is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that is actually functioning again. And you should file that complaint, and I want you to stay in touch with us. Also, with your cell phone carrier, know that this is a constant problem where criminals are able to hijack your service because of a lack of good security on the parts of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. So you were caught in a vice not of your own making. You did nothing wrong. And I would love to see the letter from your bank as to why they said your fraud claim was denied when you had nothing to do with any of this. And this is from John. He says, I bought a set of concert tickets from an online vendor. This was in the fall of 2019. The concert was for June of 2020. Well, it was postponed due to COVID until June of 21. They just postponed it again until June of 22. They said no refunds. Can I get my money back or am I just stuck waiting another year? Is this the segment of bad things happen to good people, Krista? I know. Well, this happened to me too. It's so funny. This is a lot of people, concerts have just been pushed off and off. Funny, not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So the concert thing has been bad, ugly. Now, yours are not from Ticketmaster. Most of the complaints we got a year ago and beyond and forward were about Ticketmaster. Yours is from one of the third-party sellers, and they have been by far the most difficult to deal with. And the concert industry has not wanted to give up any of the money. So they never call any concert canceled. They only call it postponed. And this has been going on and on and on. And it is just terrible because their policy and writing says that unless a concert cancels, you have to just wait. And so I, what I fear is that it'll get to be spring of 22, and they'll say it's delayed till 23. And that is a true hazard of doing anything in the concert business right now. I'm, I'm sorry. All right, now I'm going to end with a good story from Gordon in Oregon. He says, I agreed to pay to ship a car to my CarMax location. You pay whether you buy it or not. After paying, they said from the sending location that the car had a slight cigarette odor and they would cancel the order and refund my payment. I said, send it as a slight odor would be okay. When the car arrived at my CarMax, they said it was way more than slight and I could cancel. It was really bad. I canceled and added that it was my call and I'd pay. CarMax refunded the payment. Can't ask for better treatment than that. I love what's going on in the used vehicle market right now because you've got CarMax, which was the first wave in the new way of selling used cars. And step by step, more and more market share is moving to customer-friendly sellers of used cars. And they're doing it the right way, obviously, in your case. We do occasionally get complaints about CarMax, but they have huge volume. And for the most part, they do seem to do it right. And I want to thank you for joining us. Please visit Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com for more money-saving advice you can trust. <laughs>